Welcome to Unfolding Words. I'm your host, Antracia Moorings, and every week I come to share biblical truth to offer light for your walk and life for your soul. This is episode number 71, Do You Not Yet Understand? And before we begin, I just want to say a big thank you to those of you who come back week after week. It's such a delight to see the listener count growing after a year of doing this. And of course, I don't do it for the listener growth, but it's encouraging to see that the podcast is growing. So thank you to all of you who are faithful listeners. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, would you consider supporting the show? You can sign up at my Patreon at unfoldingwords.com or click the link in your podcast description for the show notes. As a thank you, I offer you a percentage off coupon for my Etsy store, as well as a downloadable guide on creative ways to study the Bible. I have black girl theologian tees in the shop and just added hoodies and sweatshirts. And of course, those of you who know me know I love Elizabeth Elliot. So I do have some Elizabeth Elliot inspired products in my Etsy shop as well. So I appreciate you again for taking time out of your day to join me. So I'm continuing this series that I started on the questions of Jesus. And last week I said that we were going to look at the question of why did you doubt? But another question caught my attention that I wanted to focus on this week. And that is, do you not yet understand? And it comes out of Mark chapter eight, verses 14 through 21, which I'm going to read out of the ESV. Now they had forgotten to bring bread and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them saying, watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not yet hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000? How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, 12. And the seven for the 4,000? How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, seven. And he said to them, do you not yet understand? So Jesus had likely asked this question out of frustration. In verse 12, the Pharisees had argued with him asking for a sign when in fact they were arguing with a sign. Jesus was the sign for their generation. And so he sighed deeply in his spirit in these verses. The language here is very strong and we get a glimpse of Jesus's heart that he wanted them so desperately to understand, but they didn't. He came to earth for them to better understand, but they just weren't. Instead, they were seeking a sign when they already had abundant evidence. So no matter what they saw him do, his disciples still didn't get it. So can you imagine being a teacher and having pupils who just didn't understand no matter how many examples you gave them? His frustration is very understandable. Jesus had just fed 4,000 people with seven loaves of bread and a few fish. And prior to that, he had fed another 5,000 with just five loaves of bread and two fish. He had healed a deaf and a mute man, cast a demon out of a young girl just by saying the words, and walked on water in front of them while they watched from a storm inside of a storm-tossed boat. Talk about, (laughs) do you need any more evidence? 
What more did they need to see to understand that Jesus was the son of God? So after these two miraculous feedings, they were still worrying about needing bread. They show how much they still lack discernment and it's baffling how they reply. We have no bread when he said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Herodians. They have forgotten to buy bread. So they thought Jesus was rebuking them because they didn't bring the bread. But this really should have been the last thing on their minds. The moment he mentioned leaven, which is only remotely connected to the idea of bread, they tied it into their present need. Clearly, they were failing to understand what Jesus was saying. So let's back up a little bit. In Mark chapter 8, verses 11 through 13, it says, The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Truly, I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, got into the boat again, and went to the other side. So Jesus was trying to highlight what leads to a lack of understanding and what produces the condition that they had just witnessed within the Pharisees. What in the world makes men so blind that when Jesus is standing before them doing all these wonderful signs and speaking these marvelous words, they should insist upon another sign. Jesus was warning them of what produces the condition because they were in danger of falling into that same condition themselves. He put it in very clear terms. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Leaven represents a contrary doctrine or teaching. He was saying the reason the Pharisees are so blind is because what they believe, what they teach is wrong, but they continue to believe it. And the reason Herod cannot recognize is because of what he believes and what he teaches. Yeast, as I mentioned, symbolizes the evil influences of the religious and the political leaders of Israel who were at odds with Jesus. Their teaching and their politics and the way they view Jesus would infest the minds and hearts of the disciples. And so this leaven would spread like wildfire among the people if Jesus didn't address it immediately. And he especially wanted to address it with his disciples who would be leading after he left the earth. The Pharisees and the Sadducees had different teachings, but both of them were equally harmful. And the Herodians, even though they were a political party, were equally against Jesus's spiritual teaching. The Pharisees believed that God was interested only in what you do, in your performance, not your heart. And then Herod had this kind of teaching where your eyes are on man and the world around you, and you're only interested in doing what makes you acceptable to others, but not what makes you acceptable to God. So all of this, all of these beliefs that they had dulled their spirits. And Jesus knew that if he didn't address it, it would lead them to become blind and foolish in the way that they acted. And he could not have that. So Jesus, aware of what was happening in their hearts or what could have happened in their hearts, presented them with a series of questions. The scripture says, and Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? The first thing Jesus wants them to do is use their mind. 
we don't follow Jesus based on emotion or experience alone. That's not what God is calling us to do. He wants us to use our minds when it comes to following the Lord. He says, do you not perceive or understand? So stop and think about where you are. This is what he's saying about what is happening to you and why it happened. Analyze it. This is what we have to do as well. We have to read what the Bible has to say about the things that we're faced with. That's what our minds are for. And God wants us to use them. Study the revelation that God gives to you. Use your brains. So do you not understand is understand is from a verb that means to perceive with the eyes. And then as a result, you perceive it with your mind, you observe. So what you take in with your eyes is filtered through your brain and then you get an understanding of it. We use the word see to have that same sense of physical seeing and perceiving with the mind. So this is what Jesus was talking about, not just seeing something and taking it in with your eyes, but understanding it intellectually. Second, Jesus asks, are your hearts hardened? That is, are you examining the state of your heart? Are you dull or do you respond accordingly the way that the Lord would have you respond? Have you forgotten truth? Because if the heart does not respond to what the mind has understood, then it's because you have not really believed it. Because if you believe it, you understand it. You can't believe what you don't understand. You may have recognized mentally that it's true, but you have not acted upon it. So you don't really believe God is going to do what he has said he will do. That's the problem right there. So when you believe something, you'll act on it and you'll act it out and incorporate it into your life. Jesus moves on. Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? Jesus said these words time and time again to the people he taught. And each time he means the same thing. Don't just look at the events that you're seeing and think that there's all there is to it. Oftentimes it's a parable or a parallel to something deeper and more important concerning your spiritual walk. These men were fed by the loaves and fish. And he was saying to them, don't think of this merely as a way of getting a good, quick, free meal. Remember, I'm telling you that you have a deeper need, a far more demanding need, which needs a daily replenishment as well. Use your eyes to see beyond the physical to the spiritual. And this is the same thing that he's saying to his disciples. Look deeper. And finally, he says, do you not remember? Hasn't God taught you things in the past through your circumstances? Hasn't he led you through events which have made you understand something about your life? Do you think that the things happening to you now, whoever and wherever you are, are just accidents? Or is God saying something to you? Do you not remember the times he said things like that in the past? We have to remember and recognize that God has worked in the past. We have to remember the lessons that he taught us in the past and then use that information and apply it to whatever's going on in our present. This is the way that we can keep ourselves spiritually alert as believers. And this is what Jesus taught his disciples. And the question is now presented to you. Do you not yet understand? Do you not yet understand what Jesus is doing in your life? The disciples were worried about having too little bread. And Jesus is saying, surely by now you have learned that you do not need to worry about that when you're with me. 
Jesus could supply wine when it ran out. He could supply bread in the wilderness. So why in the world would the disciples worry about not having bread when they'd seen him supply it before in the past? Jesus is asking them to learn from their experience and keep their worries in perspective and focus on the bigger picture, which was who is Jesus. He wanted them to see who he truly was and not just look at circumstances. He was the Messiah of the world who came to heal blinded eyes and unstop those deafened ears physically, but especially spiritually. So just prior to this, he had opened up a deaf man's ears and then a blind man's eyes. And these stories sandwich this question of Jesus, do you not yet understand? He wanted them to know that you need your ears opened. You need your eyes opened as well, but not just physically, but spiritually. So these disciples had no bread. What they forgot was that they had Jesus. They forgot what they had in Jesus. The one loaf was all that was necessary. They didn't remember that Jesus could feed the many with one loaf. He warns them to depend on him in life not on circumstances. So the disciples took things at face value, which is what we so often do. And they totally missed Jesus's meaning. Today, you and I need to take the time to listen deeply, not based on what we see with our circumstances, but based on what Jesus wants us to understand on a spiritual level. So if we're not understanding the Lord, we have to pray for forgiveness for the dullness of our hearts, for the way we reflect so frequently the attitudes of the world around us. So often we see no further than the surface of events, and we never think any deeper than that. So what have you seen Jesus do in your life? How many coincidences do you have to experience to know that his hand is working in your life and circumstances? How many times does he have to come through for you to make you trust his provision? May your answer to his question be open my eyes to see you for who you really are and to never again doubt your presence, your power, or your provision. Lord, help us to understand. Next week, we're going to take a closer look at the question, what does the scripture say? And then that will wind up the questions of Jesus series. So I hope that you'll join me next week for that last question of Jesus. And make sure to visit my website, unfoldingwords.com, where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, I would so appreciate if you leave a rating in Apple Podcasts or simply tell a friend about the show. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to Unfolding Words. See you back here next Monday. And I pray until then you have a most blessed week. Until then, may God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you.